<laughs> All right, guys, welcome back to season two, episode two of the Two Pokes podcast. Rocky Balboa might be the Italian stallion, but I'm the Polish pulverizer. I'm your host, Sam Milik. The person who created Revolving Doors is forever the biggest gentleman. I'm your co-host, Cal Smith. And, as oh, promised. You guys are going to say that I was a guest again? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. um... Yeah. I have 37 plants and definitely no underlying mental illness. Um, <laughs> I'm Hunter Gibson, and I'm the guest this week. Yeah, so we got Hunter on the show, um, as we talked about last week, um, because we're incorporating a new segment um, that hopefully you guys will enjoy. Um, it's definitely become very popular over the last, I'd say, like two years to do true crime um, in a podcasting format. So you know what? We figured that we would... Um, if you can't beat them, join them. So here we go. Um, <laughs> or so, followers. Yeah. Yep. Be a leader, not a follower, question mark. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, the true crime people probably are not the ones you want to beat. Uh, wait. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> good thought, Hunter. Good thought. <laughs> we, know, we know where you're going with it, and we like it. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. But yeah, so if you guys can't tell, this is the second time that we've tried recording this intro because um, the bot that we're using to record on Discord just randomly decided to um, quit on us. Um, so we're giving another shot. We're recording remotely because our schedules got um, jacked up with um, Good old, school, yeah. school and all that. And um, so that leads me to my first question. Uh, gentlemen, how are, how, are, how are we holding up? Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, yeah, not well. Uh, 19 hours looks a little bit different on the registration portal than it does on my actual Canvas dashboard. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I'm holding it together in an unhealthy fashion. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, going to bed at 2 in the morning, getting up at 7. <laughs> yeah. you know, the be- best part is that this is week one, too. <laughs> oh, it's, it's just a rough existence. Um, but uh, awesome. we'll pull through. Cal, um, how how did tutoring go? Uh, not bad. I guess bad. I got everything done. I need to get done. That's good. Um, uh, God, yeah, I hate my classes <laughs> already. <laughs> do we have any like? Do we have any like quizzes or tests coming up anytime soon? Because I sure do. Uh, I have a statics quiz on Thursday. That's disgusting. Woo! Uh, I had an Enviro quiz today, but it wasn't too bad. So it's what it's like the sixth day of classes. Yeah, they need to chill. I don't know what this is about, but we're not having a spring break. Y'all are rushing <laughs> way too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fun times! Oh yeah. Um, I made my tongue bleed so yesterday. That was cool. You what? <laughs> <laughs> um so i was testing my limits i guess um i actually oh, burned it really bad on rice and then oh. i immediately started eating jalapeno chips and i think that's what started making my tongue bleed oh, it was see, a really weird feeling i thought you were one of those like idiots that does the tootsie pop challenge what's the tootsie pop challenge seeing how many licks it takes to get to the tootsie roll center of a tootsie pop oh no i've seen people do that Cal, I've never heard of that, and just by him saying the 50 pop challenge, I knew exactly what it was. How were you not following that? I didn't know that was a challenge. <laughs> I, I did. I, I remember watching on uh, Unwrapped, that candy show on Food Network, 
they yep. to actually find the answer they had to use like a sponge and it was on yeah. a little conveyor belt deal like a like a water wheel and yeah. it would like put like the sponge would swim through water and then like the light pop or whatever because mm-hmm. i think it was up to like 500 and something yeah because your tongue just wastes away after like 100 i think it'd be kind of a fun thing to do I would not want to go to the ho- go to the hospital. And be like, hey, what's wrong? Um, I tried to. Remember All that, my remember taste that, buds gone. Remember that, remember that commercial back in the day with the, with Mr. Owl, and they're like, "Oh, you idiot." <laughs> to be fair, Mr. Owl copped out after three. So, yo, Mr. Owl, Loki, kind of sus. I'm kind of kind of scared of that man. Uh, anyway, too, he's a little too um. <laughs> a little too creepy. A little too creepy for me. Um, maybe he'll maybe he'll be on our our true crime segment next week. Who knows? Um, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't uh, he wear like a graduation cap? Yeah, he does. Yeah. It's just confusing. Like why? Why? Like what other setting would you wear a graduation cap other than graduation? Like was he on his way to and from a graduation and just decided to yeah, educate like, he, kid on? That's a good point, actually. Sure. So did Mr. Al just graduate college? Did he, did he uh, is he a high school principal attending the commencement? Like if Mr. Al had to pick a major, what do y'all think he would be majoring in? Personally, early childhood development. Why? <laughs> um, I was going to say something like humanities or like <laughs> Sociology or something like that. What's what's the what's the one food one we have here? Uh, the one that goes at the hotel. Hospitality, uh, hospitality, and tourism management. Yeah, that. I don't know. I just feel like he'd be a really good tour guide or something. No, I agree with Hunter. I feel like he'd be like any liberal arts degree. Would yeah, be definitely liberal arts. Degree. Degree. Yeah. <laughs> philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Philosophy. There you go. There you go. What was we also have don't oh we have mixology. Wait, is it mixology? Yeah, we have a mixology course. Um I'm gonna be hitting that one up. Um because I watched <laughs> way too many mixology TikToks for someone who's under 21. Uh we also have a wine tasting course and then That's like a it. beer fermentation course too. Yeah, he would be Grace in wine is, tasting. Grace is taking he would be in wine tasting. Yeah, Grace is taking microbiology of brewing, which I'm pretty sure is that beer class you were just talking yeah, about. Beer, yeah, I didn't have a fancy name, but... Yeah. Can you imagine doing the wine tasting class online? Like, well, I just oh, wait, I, I, Okay, wait, I heard about this the other day. and You're kidding. Is, so, they're, like, not allowed to, like, obviously, like, drink in class. So they have to, like... Okay, I, it was explained to me very briefly, and I could be wrong, but um, from my understanding, they have to, like, go sit in class to, like, learn about the wine, and then they go home and try it. Yeah, yeah, so Grace's professor does, um, he'll do, like, a Zoom, like, it's like, he calls them Zoom parties, where it's like, um, <laughs> you, can buy, you can buy the beer if you want. Um, like, you don't have to be 21 to take the course, but in order to, like, participate in the, um, excuse me, I was trying not to burp, and my voice cracked in the process <laughs> as well. Um, um, you don't have to be 21, but in order to do like the tasting, you do. And he'll just host it on Zoom and you guys do like a taste party. It's kind of weird. That's, I mean, this is drinking with your professor. I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> Crack a cold one. <laughs> a cold one with the doc. Saturdays are for Zoom calls with your professor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Already off to a good start. I like this. Mm-hmm. 
I kind of want to take that class now. Low key. Oh, I think I'm going to. I'm switching last... majors. <laughs> <laughs> I need one more um, science after this, so I might I might have to hit that up. So that counts wow. as a science. Uh, yeah, natural oh, science. Um, I don't know what else would be considered. I don't know, but science feels wrong. It does. <laughs> but, like, but like, what else would it be? I'm, I don't know. Psychology, maybe? Definitely not psychology. No. I mean, if you drink enough of it, you're going like, to be a walk-in experiment. <laughs> maybe like a, a culinary course? I'd consider it to be culinary. Oh yeah, yeah. why yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot we had those. I forgot that was a real thing. <laughs> I see that. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of culinary, uh did y'all ever watch that one movie on Disney? I forgot what, I was I forgot the name of it, but it was the one where the baseball player he really his real passion was cooking. Yes, Grace Knight just <laughs> watched that, dude. Oh my god. He left the baseball tournament. Wasn't it like Bobby Flay there? Or does it does the kid just look like Bobby Flay? I think it was Bobby Flay. Okay, I was about to say, wasn't he like the host of the tournament or something? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. That just brought up, like, yeah. that memory. Such a good movie. Oh. Man. Gotta love Disney. Good. Yeah. Old school Disney. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. All right, boys. Shall we kick off the first segment of the week? Indubitably. Yeah. All right. Roll the intro, post production, me. Entertainment and stuff. All right, it is entertainment time. Um, <laughs> yeah, Hunter, we gotta we we gotta get started. This is like the first season we're using transitions, so like we gotta get used to like the the pauses. <laughs> I'm still not used to them yet. Um, so let's go ahead and just rush through WandaVision real quick. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> there is there is a there is a lot to talk about with WandaVision. It's kind of I think I may have overwritten it too. It's um, okay. There's a lot but, of time. Um, Hunter. Yeah. Do you watch WandaVision? Um so I have not. Um I know someone who does, but I know absolutely nothing about it. So I'll probably be quite pretty quiet for this segment. This is gonna be real fun for you this part of this. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um so they shot it 70s style because the last two were fifties and sixties. Um so this was basically just the Brady Bunch and the Mary Tyler Moore show just kind of um combined in a sense. Um Oh. Hexagons for the um for the faces again on the like the the quote unquote intros, you know? The Brady Bunch um, intro yeah, yeah. kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. The hexagons definitely aim related. Um I've seen like quite a few things. Um yeah. like like you said, that's like the logo of AIM. Which yeah. uh if you don't know what AIM is, it is a uh evil science organization in the Marvel universe. Uh Modoc is associated with AIM. Didn't they and make the first appearance in Iron Man 3? I believe so. I'm pretty sure they're a big Iron Man villain, because I think Justin Hammer is also tied into AIM sometimes. Yeah. Um, but there's, of course, AIM, which is the big, glaring one. But then there's also a lot of people saying that, you know, Hexagon has six sides for six Infinity Stones. 
uh, you got six, which is Devil's Number, and then also Hex Magic, which kind of goes in with uh, Wanda's powers and all that fun stuff. So yeah. there's a lot that could be tied to it. Yeah. Um, and then obviously you still have Sword um, playing a big role here. I love how they, yeah. they changed the name. Um, it's real weird. They changed the name from the comics. I can't remember what the original um, is, it w- but this one is Sentient Weapon Observation Research Department. They uh they change in the comics it was uh, weapons, or no not no not comics sorry comics it was worlds not weapons yeah, yeah. and it was more like intergalactic kind of deal mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. with them changing to weapons that that puts a whole new perspective on what sword is now yeah it's is it good is it bad we will see yeah um yeah. but one thing that did not change at all um Wanda still prego in this one. Um, this whole episode centered around her going into labor and giving birth. Um, mm-hmm. Those babies grew. Have you ever seen the movie Devils Do? Um, uh, the no. baby, the babies grew just like that. Um, probably that doing sense. part. It was probably doing part both to the show needing to like kind of like book it and get to the point, um, and also probably because Mephisto has something to do with this. Yeah, and almost um, like certainly. Yeah. Um, we all knew Geraldine was a Rambo, um, just based off of like the hints and, um, IMDB, obviously revealing yeah. the character's yeah. name. Um, but I did not expect, um, quote unquote Geraldine, um, to get blown out and like blow her cover and get yeah. like kicked out of Wanda's little world. Like that was just, I, uh, after that and what happened with, cause I was kind of big creepy vibes, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, after what happened to Geraldine, I think Wanda kind of knows what she's doing. You know, at first it's kind of like, oh, maybe she's being manipulated. But I think now she it's kind of showing that she's running the show. And I don't think she's as innocent as people thought anymore after that one. Um, I saw a post that said that she's becoming the Vader to Mephisto's Palpatine. Palpatine. And yeah. so um, I Definitely seen that. And also, a little bit of a twist, I think she could be the villain in Multiverse of Madness. That's what I'm starting to think. Um, I'm really starting to think that Vision is still dead, and she's just in this world to, um, I guess, kind of like keep him around. But at the same time, like yeah. we're going to come to a point where we're not going to be in this imaginary world anymore. Yep. So I would, I would like Vision to continue to be in the show, you know, because his name is in the title. So, yeah. yeah, I don't, um, I don't know. I mean, there, I know there are all videos of people saying that he is alive, and we know in the trailer that there's Wanda playing with the Mind Stone, um, but it blows mm-hmm. up. So we don't, uh, you know, we don't know if she was successful in bringing back Vision or not, or we don't know. Yeah, um, Cal, you are cu- kind of cutting up a little bit. Alright, that's better. Yeah, that's better. All right, cool. Um, um, what else we got? Um, little. Um, well, it turns out that yeah, it turns out that Wanda has envisioned um, for her envision pun totally intended there. Um, that town is real. Um, yep. so she's just taking it over. Are the people in the town besides Agnes, um, just like hostages playing along? Like, what's going on here? Um. Yeah. And then you we know, have a couple. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like, we kind of saw in the very first trailers around, like, Super Bowl time last year. 
that there was a whole bunch of her magic around the town. Mm-hmm. And we kind of we've kind of seen like people will get snapped out of the trance when Wanda gets distracted, kind of like uh, with uh, what's her face from last Dottie from last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Whenever Wanda started listening to the radio and focusing on that, and Dottie didn't know where she was or who Wanda was, and mm-hmm. so I definitely think the residents are being forced there, and we we can kind of see that with uh with Herb when he cuts through the fence. Because while he's doing that, Wanda is also inside going through labor pains. And we saw that when she goes through labor pains, she gets really distracted. So I think the citizens or whoever's in there are being forced to go along with it. But it's weird. It is. But but then also after uh, last week's episode at the end there, we saw the Westview sign. And to me, Mm -hmm. it also looks more like a military-based sign than like a town. It could be like a nuclear testing site type deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Which so, would make me think that maybe everyone in this town are sword agents just playing along. Ooh. Yeah. That, okay, I don't know much about this, but that sounds like a lot. It's it's so much. It's real Twilight zone <laughs> Yeah, why, it really why, is. They would create a fake town? Well, she's got powers, so she's... What do you think the theory, like the general theory, is that she is manipulating with her powers, this like creating this town with her mind, yeah, um, like like a perfect world to escape from all the crap that happened during the Avengers um, saga, yeah. Yeah, it's I I never thought about like sword making a whole town, which I think would be absolutely crazy if everybody turns out to be a sword agent. It'd be crazy, and then it's like. Defense spending goes to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? But there's a lot of explaining to be done about this stuff. Yeah. So um and then two little tidbits. Um Hydra Soap referenced in the commercial. Um mm-hmm. it's actually a reference to an Agents of Shield episode. Uh, pretty similar to kind of what's going on here. Um soap gets into your um, under your skin, and then you're easily manipulated. Your mem- your mind can be controlled. Um, kind of like a Loki type deal. Um, really weird. Um, so who knows? Maybe that plays a part in it. Maybe it's just a commercial, just a pointless commercial, just giving nod to um, previous thing. Um, and then Paul Bettany, the actor who plays Vision, is the only MCU actor to appear in every single decade of the MCU so far. Good for him. He deserves it. He played Jarvis. He he voiced Jarvis in the first couple Iron Man movies. And then obviously he was Vision um, in Age of Ultron moving forward um, in the 2010s. And then now in 2021, he is Vision in the 2020s. So the only one that would good only uh, Mark Ruffalo and uh, Hemsworth, they're the only ones. They're the only other ones, aren't they? Yes, but they haven't come out in movies yet, so technically, yeah, I mean, like in the future, yeah, like because we we know that Thor's having his another movie, and then right. they're saying that Ruffalo could be in the uh, She Hulk uh, Disney Plus series, right? And then we don't know about you know, there's rumors of Chris Evans coming back for a mini series, and then you know you could always have uh, Robert Downey Jr. make a flashback cameo so you never know yep. you never know um but yeah 
Um, by the end of the episode, Wanda gives birth to twins named Tommy and Billy, which is very comic accurate. Um, <laughs> very interesting nod, too, because she's a twin herself. Um, if we recall back to Age of Ultron, her brother, Pietro, um, was Quicksilver. Um, and he very quickly got um, whacked by Ultron. Turned into um, Swiss cheese. Swiss cheese, yep. Um, Sokovian, Sokovian cheese. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> so, um, so that makes me wonder if Evan Peters is going to play like a flashback version of Quicksilver I, uh, because he's Quicksilver in the X-Men movies. And it was genu- gen- generally received um, that the guy who played... <laughs> Quicksilver in Age of Ultron was just not it. So, but um, that's all I have on WandaVision. Dope, me too. Um, next, we got to talk about Larry King. Um, Larry King died over the weekend, um, battling COVID for a while there. Um, though cause of death is unclear, so we're not sure if it's COVID related. Um, absolute legend, um, the goat. Um, Total total broadcasting legend. I remember watching him all the time when I was a kid. I thought I would have the news on and be Larry King live. And um, yeah, it's just sad, you know. Um, rest in rest in peace, brother. Rest in peace. We also, um, I feel, as a collective, cannot forget uh, his iconic cameo in the B movie. Um, yes, <laughs> I feel like that would be a thing to not mention. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the um, only way that I know Larry King is that he was in the B movie. <laughs> he was in uh, he was in Spider Man too, I think. I have no idea. I don't know I a lot of people. Yeah, but you... Um, but uh, yeah, that's yeah. Larry King's gone. Rest in peace. The legacy lives on. Um, stimulus checks for all. Um, there's a possibility um, for everyone, not even, I mean, I mean, dependents included, um, to get a $1,400 stimulus check for COVID relief. Um, well, well, hold on a sec. Um, this is bigger than uh, <laughs> bigger than the stimulus check. Larry King was in Shrek 2, Shrek to 3rd, and Shrek Forever After. <laughs> That's right, he was. <laughs> he, he played. He played Doris. <laughs> Who's Doris? He voiced, he voiced Doris? Was that? The, no, oh, Wait, my God. Doris that was like the really the main wee lady. That was the bartender. Oh, oh my hold God. On. Hold on a second. I'll send you a picture. Uh, oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. You're joking. I hear it now, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I see it now. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, Sam. I just I saw that and I was like, no, no, we no, got, no, no. they got to know. <laughs> that's perfectly warranted. Screw the stimulus check. Where it, it sounds too good to be true anyway. <laughs> oh, all right, go ahead, <laughs> continue. Um, and now the um, one that 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 um, I know Hunter's been waiting for, and one I've been waiting for because I want to hear this. Um, the Bernie meme. Um, Bernie mm. Sanders at the inauguration, just chilling, you know, freezing his butt off. Um, has turned into probably the biggest meme of 2021. Dare I say that we've already got a meme of the year and it's January. It's definitely lasted longer than most memes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to make a point about that. Um, I saw something the other day. I It was probably on TikTok. That's where I spend like 90% of my time. Mm. Um, but it was just talking about like how weird it is. Because like lately, do y'all remember back in like 
2012 through like 2016 when like meme culture was like really big. yeah <laughs> yeah um, and like companies and corporations would like use memes like in their marketing strategy and they would use it in advertisements and then as um like gen z's media started picking up quicker and quicker um they weren't really as able to keep up and memes have kind of subsided i feel like from social media and things like that of like companies um but the bernie meme has been the exception to that and i think that's just fascinating that um an old man in his mittens is really just reforming <laughs> mittens everything that um has been the norm for the last couple of years you know Hunter, i've seen a video that was talking about that because mm-hmm. it was talking more of like how we envision time now because it's like if you look at how fast a meme gets old and uh, then yeah, you compare true. it to like how the days are flying by and so like our interpretation of time has become so distorted because of memes because of because of how fast we go through memes it makes a year go or like feel a lot shorter it was weird it was trippy because like if you look at a meme you look at like a meme calendar Uh like the memes of like january 2020 like i don't even remember you know i barely remember them i gotta look this up there's a lot of like videos about this kind of thing it's really trippy but yeah. Anyway. Oh my god, I don't. Right. Why do I not remember half of these? I'm saying there was one though that was really funny. It was like I think it was a uh, private from the penguins, and it was like this is a meme from the future, and it was like in March, and then it started to get really popular in like September. <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, memes mess with your concept of time, apparently. Oh yeah, I hear that. <laughs> um, is that all we got for Bernie? Oh, uh, his I, I saw were made. Uh, so another thing that I, I was on TikTok. This is not my thought. This is me regurgitating what I saw on TikTok. Um, but like, people were saying like his outfit was kind of more of a statement for like who he is and like how he sees government being because um, of course, like I'm sure most of us watched the inauguration. Um, The fashion was incredible and it was an amazing um, just display of fashion. And Mm -hmm. then Bernie comes out in the same green coat that he wears every day. And then his mittens were actually made for him by, um, I believe it's a school teacher. I could be wrong on that, but just like a regular average, like working class person. And he wore those mittens to the inauguration. And, um, I don't know if that was his intention, but, um, people in like 2030, 2040, when they're doing, um, their like papers and stuff for AP government and things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I think they're going to have a field day with that. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for sure. I know if I was ever elected president, I would 100% pull up in shorts and this hoodie. So, yeah, 100%. Now, I'm trying to imagine you, like, in something other than shorts right now, and it's just not coming to me. Right? He, he, Cal has two looks. He's got the he's got the shorts, the Oklahoma State, one of, like, five Oklahoma State hoodies, <laughs> his Kansas City, and his Kansas City Royals hat, and then, <laughs> and then we have Cal, this isn't an attack, it's just facts. No, um, I know. I can't even get mad because I'm in the OSU hoodie and shorts in my head right now. <laughs> um. And then we've got 
um, jeans, nice shirt, and orange blazer cowl with his cowboy <laughs> boots. Yeah. I forgot about that. I'm looking at that blazer right now. <laughs> Maybe I should do that if I ever get a bunch of presents. Just wear it. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wear shorts and a blazer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Cal bans water. Signs an executive order banning water. Yes. <laughs> First day in office. The rivers will contain Dr. Pepper. And Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Wasn't it the 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 lake in front of uh, the National Monument? Just replace it with white Dr. Pepper or something. The reflection <laughs> fountain or the re- yeah yeah that yeah the really important one yeah change it to Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Oh god. Yeah, you know that really important monument? Yeah, desecrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is probably why I should not become president. <laughs> no, no. Um uh anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else we got for entertainment? <laughs> then we got one little thing that I'll run through. Um Dave Chappelle tested positive for COVID nineteen. Um yep. legendary comic Dave Chappelle um was in Texas doing comedy shows with um Joe Rogan and Ron White. Um, Joe Rogan's kind of getting some um, outdoor comedy, like COVID-conscious um, comedy going down in Austin. Um, however, Chappelle tested positive for COVID-19 last week. Um, so that makes me wonder if he exposed Rogan, White, and even Elon Musk, who was there. Um, he was pictured just two days prior to the positive test result um, in like a group photo. Elon Musk was there. Chappelle was there. Um, White, Rogan, they're all there. Um, Rogan has since um, come out with a statement saying that he has tested negative every single day since the um, news, um, and that Elon Musk did not. Um, I guess I guess his partner Grimes has COVID or had COVID, um, and so the rumor was that that Grimes gave it to Elon, and then Elon gave it to Dave. Um, that's not the yeah. case. Um, so, regardless, um, Dave Chappelle, hope you get better. Even though you're not listening to this, um, um, too good of a comic to be brought down by the by the Rona. Um, so yeah, that's, that's all I have for entertainment. Awesome. Mm, me too. Is that, Oh, uh, this is an entertainment. Um, but, uh, everybody heads up. Mercury is about to head back into retrograde. Um, <laughs> hang on. I took a note of this earlier. Um, cause I felt like Wait. it was for the people to know starting <laughs> January 30th through, uh, February 20th. Um, Gemini, Virgo, and Aquarius um, signs are expected to be the most affected by this. So, being a Virgo, um, I felt as though this was important information to let everybody else know. Um, I love this. I love this. We I never, have no we idea never, what you were talking we about. Never, <laughs> I know. I know about Mercury being in retrograde, uh, but like Cal and I never talk like like zodiac stuff. On, what does retrograde even I mean? Love, but I just think this is so awesome. I don't want to be wrong, so I'm not going to try to explain it. Um, but basically, yeah, Mercury does this thing, and then everything just kind of falls to pieces. It's like yeah, taboo. Like it's it's kind of it freaky. Like spins wrong, basically, like abnormally every now and then, and that's when we get a retrograde. And like that's why things yeah. feel- like. Do y'all remember like Halloween of 2020? Like, did that feel like weird? Like there was weird energy, right? Well, we were quarantined, so yeah. Yeah. 
sorry, Hunter. I don't know. Go. Okay, next second. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think it's I get some I, of my. I get it. So it's like, so so Cal. It's like it's like. So I'm not a very big. I don't really read my horoscope much, but um, I have a lot of friends that do, and obviously, um, Hunter very. Um, he's more knowledgeable about this than me. Um, but basically, like when Mercury's in retrograde, like the the vibe is just weird. Um, it's like it's like the it's like um. It's like full moon, new moon type deal. Like things are just weird. Um, uh-huh. Maybe bad stuff starts to happen. Maybe you're like your energy isn't oh, okay. the best. Like things like that. So it's yeah. Like, so I just looked it up, and from what um, I can tell, basically, like the way the planets spin, Mercury basically starts to go backwards. Yeah. Um, it says when the swift moving Mercury cruises backward, we can expect frustrating miscommunications, technological meltdowns, and travel mishaps. Yeah. So it actually does oh, affect it actually yeah. does affect um like cell towers and stuff. It's kinda crazy. Um, it is weird. Yeah. It's just what are you also doing? I'm a Libra. Sagittarius. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite memes is uh <laughs> It's oh my god! I'm such a Virgo, and it's like no, you're not. Just no, it's like no, you're not. You're just a horrible person. <laughs> it wasn't aimed at. I just said Virgo. I don't know what the actual meme is. You I know just, what? I'm no. a Leo Virgo cusp, so I don't always claim Virgo. So you know what? I'll Does just... that mean you're at the like you, like you were really close to Leo? Yeah. So uh, my ah. birthday was 23rd, and that's the official start of Virgo season. Um, so. Yeah, Leo and Virgo, probably not the greatest mix. Uh, that's two very different I, signs, so it gets confusing. But I will I will go on record saying I I think a lot of that's mumbo-jumbo. However, I do think reading about this stuff is kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like reading what you're like, they're saying your attitude is supposed to be like. However, yeah. I do think horoscopes are a little too vague. <laughs> they can be. <laughs> I am... Um... I want to do that thing where it's like you you figure out like the time you were born, your birth and, chart. Yeah, I want to I want to I want to check that out. It's like you I, literally just have to um, like Google birth chart and then yeah. you, um, like just put in your information basically and it gives it to you. Um, I'm a Scorpio rising for anyone that wanted to know. Um, kind of disgusted in myself for that. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know what any of this means, but it sounds uh, creepy. <laughs> I don't trust Scorpios. Sorry about it. All I know is I was I'm very what like how you're like at the very end of Virgo. I'm at the very beginning of Libra, so it's like I don't know. I'm at the beginning of Virgo. Oh yeah, I'm the same as yeah with Libra. So I guess it's well because so then it goes Virgo Libra cast. When's I your guess. birthday? October ninth. October ninth. I could be wrong about being as close as I am. No, that kind of sounds right. Uh, let's see. Oh, no. Wait. Okay, that's September 22nd. Maybe you're at the other end. Um, let's see. Oh, no. So, basically, if you fall between... Uh, people go back and forth on it, but between, like, two and three days 
of the um, start or end of a season, that means you're a cusp. And okay. you said you're um, October 9th, right? Yeah. Oh, I read that wrong. No, you're just straight up in the middle of Libra. Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> Which you're such a, you're such a Libra. A lot of sense. Okay, he Cal, really I is a Libra though. <laughs> I really am. I, read, I don't even know what that means. When you re- when you no, when you read the description of what a Libra is, you're like, yep, that's Sam. I'm I'm pulling it over right now. Yeah, it's me, bro. It's me all day long. If y'all want to do um, an astrology, self pitying. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, Cal. Cal. <laughs> Cal, I will walk over to Zinc and personally whoop you. That's the point. The first thing that pulled up. Oh, man. oh no, it says you're non-confrontational. I don't feel like that's true. Excuse me, dude? I run from confrontation. I, I mean, I think you're, you're kind of in the middle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> creative. I can be I can be very convincing. I swear to God, every single one has creative. They all do, yeah. <laughs> no, Virgo definitely does not have creative. I can tell you that right now. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Traits of Virgo. All right, we should probably get going. Okay, to the next one. Overrunning. Positive Virgo traits, creative. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, I'm sorry. (laughs) We move on to our new segment. Um, a a transition which I haven't created yet. Heck yeah! But it's going to be created by the time this podcast goes live. Post production, me take it away, please. Okay, it's Memed <laughs> Mysteries time, our new true crime segment where we pick a murder mystery, a true crime mystery, and we just kind of, you know... Can you, re- to- can you repeat that for the audience because you cut out in the middle of it? Yeah, I cut out. All right, um, this is Memed Mysteries. It's our new okay. true crime segment uh, where we pick a murder mystery, a uh, crime mystery, whatever, um, and we just kind of have some fun with it. Um, it's kind of your non-traditional, like very serious true crime case. No, not really. Um, so I have to sweep after this, so I don't want to do oh, anything no, too is... crazy. Oh no, 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 yeah, no. We usually don't record at nine at night. Um, That's true. But, but um, we figured that we would have. So it was either Hunter, Craig, or Aubrey that we would have on, and I was like, you know what? Let's have Hunter on. Just I'm cause... glad to know that I'm the favorite out of the three. I didn't uh, say that, Aubrey. If you're listening, I'm oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you don't Craig, have to work. We're with sorry her. too. You don't have to work with her anymore, Hunter. I do. <laughs> I might. I I um applied and I'm going to the group interview. So we'll dude, see I saw happens. that. I'm so happy about that, dude. You might have to deal with me this summer, Sam. Bro, I'm. Dude, I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, I'm fine with that. Shut up, Cal. But, I'm just kidding. Anyway, I really, so I thoroughly enjoyed that job. I feel like I should say on record, but take it away, please. Okay, so we'll start things off small with the Axeman. It's kind of a popular topic. Um, Axeman! But you know what? We're going to go anyway. Um, Axeman, is this, guys, is this like a lumberjack or a 12-year-old boy with a crush on a girl? I mean, come on now. What? <laughs> my name? My, na- I mean, my name? My name? Axeman. My weapon of choice? Anarchy in the can. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. That took me way longer than it should have. Oh my god, that was good. Yeah, homeboy tortured the city of New Orleans way back in the early 1900s, uh, so like 1918, 1919 to be exact. Um, so so long ago that that 
Oh, goodness. I just burped on mic. Wow. Um, 1919, 1918. So, um, too long ago for us to really like know if any of this actually happened. Um, Wait, is it being dis- is it being disputed? Um, some people don't think a lot of this actually happened. But you're kidding. So it's like, but there's like photo evidence. So also, I feel like uh, I didn't. I should say I didn't absolutely no research on this whatsoever. So I did do a little bit of research on it, <laughs> and I don't think it's as much. Um, people don't believe that it happened, but this is okay. A little bit of background information. This is considered like America's first like real serial killer, kind of. Um, however, the description or the discrepancies come in because um, people think it maybe wasn't just one person. Like maybe one person did like the first one or two murders, and then it was just copycats from there because it, the uh, murders were so sensationalized by the press. Um, people might have just been hopping on the bandwagon. Right, right. Interesting. Yeah. Murders definitely happened. We just don't know if it was all the same person because they never actually um, caught anyone. So yeah, yeah. They only have one suspect. Like hundred percent. Like this person is a suspect. Everyone else, they think is like a copycat. Yep. Um, so that's that's um, great to so, hear. So how I said, you know, like nineteen eighteen, nineteen nineteen. So while men are away and like just getting back from dying in World War One. Um, this dude's like, yeah, sure. Let me just spice things up on the home front. Why not? You know, <laughs> um, these boys got shell shock. I'm about to give them axe shock. Anyway, oh um, my god! <laughs> by the end, by the end of his terror, he claimed the lives of six people and injured six others. Um, so, I think um, Hunter and I will run through the um, the the victims, maybe. Yeah, sounds great. Um, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Yeah. Actually, no, I'll have you go first. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So um, the first two victims were Joseph and Catherine Maggio. Um, Basically, the Axeman um, broke... Wait, is that his... Okay, yeah, Axeman. Broke into their home while they were sleeping and cut their throats with um, a shaving Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then um, beat them with an axe. So Joseph uh, survived the initial attack. However, he did die due to he survived all that for a little bit. So that is a really interesting one. Is um, I think Sam said it earlier, but he had um, six victims and only six people were actually injured. So out of the twelve victims, six of them only six of them died. So he wasn't like a super successful uh, serial killer. He, he's, he's well, that's kind of a job. good thing. <laughs> yeah, well, he sucked at his job. So. Um, but at the same time, like, I think I'd rather just die if somebody was, like, beating me with an axe. Seriously? Uh, She's like, yeah, for real. Um, anyway, Does he not so, know how to use an axe? Like, um, Well, he did use a razor at first, and then he was like, let me so, try this yeah, axe thing out. Where, um, and since this was the first one, this is kind of where the media was like, whoa, what the... Wait, can I... I'm probably not allowed to curse on this. Anyway. Yeah, we can. Correct. <laughs> okay. uh, like, sure be crap? cool if you didn't do that. <laughs> um, that's when the media was like, whoa, what the heck? Um, because <laughs> he slit their throats, which if you were just going to kill somebody like out of cold blood, you would just slit their throats mm-hmm. and go on about your day. But then he took their own yes, axe from their tool shed yeah. and then beat them with it 
after the wife yeah. was already dead, and I guess Joseph was not dead yet, so he went through having his throat slit, and then uh, being beaten with an axe. So, yep. Um, yeah, on the notes here, um, Sam says he shouldn't even use the razor. Just get some help. Um, I definitely agree with that. He doesn't even know yeah, how to use this guy. This guy, this guy is literally a Lizzie Borden wannabe. A what wannabe? <laughs> You never heard of Lizzie Borden? Was it no? Oh my Lizzie god, Lizzie Borden. What? Come on. I'm looking it up. <laughs> Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie Borden. It's Lizzie Borden took an axe, gave her father what gave her mother forty wax. Axe murders of her father and stepmother. And Fall Rither, Massachusetts. Yeah, this was like um I listen to a so my favorite murder podcast is oh that sounds stupid. Wait a minute. Uh, one of the murder podcasts that I listen to is called My Favorite Murder. Um, they have like hundreds of episodes. They've been doing it forever, uh, but they just covered Lizzie Borden uh, not too long ago. So it honestly kind of sounds like a oh uh, what's that movie called Legally Blonde uh, situation where. <laughs> I haven't listened to it in a little while, so I could be wrong, but uh, yeah, basically she killed um, her dad and her dad's mistress or like second wife or something along those lines. It says stepmother. Yeah. So was never actually convicted of anything to my knowledge. Um, If she did, I know at the end she got out and she just um, claimed the inheritance and lived out her days in countryside, I believe. So, kind yep, of like the, um, she didn't have a perm to get her caught in the end. So, yeah. Um, the can you guys hear me? Okay, my signal's kind of low. Yeah. Yeah, you're good right now. Okay. Okay. Um, the house that she killed her family in um, got turned into a museum and is actually now up for sale. Um, so for a couple million, so uh, anyone wants to Absolutely buy Absolutely not. <laughs> um, I remember when I was a little kid, I watched the Ghost Adventures episode where they investigated the Lizzie Borden house, and it gave me nightmares. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, um, so that's that's Joseph and Catherine Maggio, um, the first two victims of the Axe Men. Um, the next two, um, I think it's it's either Lewis or Louis um, Basumer and Harriet Lowe. Um, they were having an affair together. Um, when the Axemen decided to host an episode of Cheaters 90 years early. <laughs> oh, um, Sam. <laughs> so, so I would say, I would, guys, I would say that, you know, they were kind of asking for it. No. Um, he beat, no. he, did, he, he did the, he did the, um, not like that. <laughs> he, did, he did what he did to, to Lewis, you know, with the axe, you know, from the tool shed, you know, he took it with him. Once again, um, I'm reading this. I don't think he knows how to use an axe. I don't think so either. I think he's either blind or just was like, how did Lizzie Ward do this? It sounds like he's legit using the blunt side of the axe. I think he is too. Um, I don't um, think he I'm realizes... Oh, sorry, what? Go ahead, Hunter. Go on record. Um, I'm going to go on record and say that I'm not an axe murderer, nor do I anticipate to be one. However, if I was to become one, I feel um, like I would have a higher success rate than this man. Like, I know their axes could not have been, like, dull back then because they were, like, chopping firewood and stuff, like, all the time. So I feel like, like, if, anything, I feel like if anything, the axes back then were sharper than they are now. 
Exactly. Yeah. So how are you doing it so wrong? Like, I don't even, because like, if you just chopped off somebody's leg or whatever, they're still most likely going to bleed out in 1918. Like. That's a good point too. I just don't, I think he did it to make, I don't know that he did it to murder that. I think he did it to make a point. People in 1918 barely knew how to make a tourniquet anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, that's just Back my whenever opinion. crack was in coke. <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. Oh my gosh. Say what? <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I just my personal opinion that, you know, they were kind of asking for it, you know, don't cheat. Um, so he beat Lois to death and then basically fractured his skull and then um, hit low behind the ear and she, you know, kind of let out and, you know, the rest is history. Again, this guy is just way too sloppy. Um, definitely not on my good side, Axeman. Really starting to think that you're just that tween that I was talking about earlier, you know, with the, the, you know, um, so yeah. Um, um next and, up on the hit list is Anna Schneider. So mm-hmm. this woman was pregnant when the accident came around to New Orleans. Um, she was eight months pregnant, actually. Uh, uh, so I think now we all have a lot less respect for the accident uh, coming after an eight-month pregnant woman. Because, like, if a woman's, like, two or three months pregnant, sure, maybe you don't know. But, like, that's got to be what? Whoa. <laughs> whoa, I know. Whoa, Hunter. Jeez. <laughs> Well, I kind of, I, mean, I kind of, I lost respect for him whenever he doesn't know how to use an axe. Right, that was the first red flag for me. <laughs> I mean, if we take away all the murdering he did, yeah, that you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm still not over oh, this. How do you not know how to use an axe? So now I have even less respect for him, which says a lot because I already have zero respect for serial killers. I mean, I do have zero respect for serial killers. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, so her husband found her bloody and scalped after a long shift at work. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. He, did number, uh, he did a number on her. Schneider actually survived the attack and then gave birth to a healthy baby girl shortly after the incident. Yeah, so she survived. So I'm just confused because, like, I don't understand how you get beaten with an axe and then scalped and you're still not I think, only I think you can survive a scalping also oh you um, can you can but it's yeah, like I always thought that was like yeah. instant death no they're just taking the oh. top of your head they don't dig that yeah, deep taking, yeah oh. it's painful it'll get out but well yeah I you ever have you ever had a tick in your hair no uh, all right <laughs> no. never mind the Yukon is coming out. Um, <laughs> back out of this. <laughs> no, we. I was gonna make a hygiene joke, but it's kind of okay. No, time out. I went to the zoo and I got a tick in my hair and I ripped it out myself. <laughs> and I was gonna make a. I was gonna say that when I pulled the tick out, it had skin on it. And that's like scalping. That's not like scalping. Scalping. Like I, mean, well, I was, gonna, I was just gonna say it's gonna be like that much that skin thing that Anna Schneider yeah. did. That's scalping. Scalping is like taking the scalping is like taking the blunt end of an axe and taking someone's head and you know what? No, scalping when they cut the top of your head off. Cal, I know it's a joke because we don't know. Oh, oh, I'm so (laughs) I'm disorientated. Um, this guy's an idiot. Yeah. Um, for a lot of reasons. I think the article said she was partially scalped, so I don't think he took like all of it off. 
See, that was going to be my follow-up question is like, did they have to reconnect her like scalp to her head like a wig or like, how did that work? She probably just wore a hat. Well, I'm being serious. I don't think they had like I don't think they had the technology to reattach it. I think it probably would have been I think well I also don't think it's that important it. to reattach. Just slap a car what? beanie on you, you'll be fine. That's your bare skull. You have to have something on top of that. Well, it's not well, like, it's like just skull. It, well, it would scab your over. Hair. Your hair what? It's literally your scalp and like a little bit of like tissue and then your skull. It would scab over. Skin can't scab. Can sure can. I'm not a med major, but I feel pretty certain on that. Scabbing, scabbing is just blood. Something like that. You heard it here first. Scabbing is just blood. Somebody call a nurse. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like whatever. Yeah, we got to keep moving. Um, Hunter's on call in like what 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, something Um, like that. Um, next victim, Joseph Romano, um, suffered a massive blood of the head, so it, maybe it looks like Axeman's maybe starting to get his life together. Um, and when he was discovered by his nieces, the Axeman was actually fleeing the scene. Um, though no one could make out a face, obviously. So, um, rest in peace, Joseph. Rest in peace, brother. It's a shame you never got to watch the B movie. Um, also, I would just like to say rest in peace to everyone involved in this, because they're all dead. That this was like 103 years ago. So, unless it's like oh. one of those really, really like old people that, you know. I you was know, born in 1902. And you know, the Axeman could still be alive and he could be listening. You ever think about that? I, I hope he is, bro. You suck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, if you're the axe murderer, call in. We have a couple tips for you. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> call, call 1 800. I don't have a number. I was going to give up my actual phone number, but that was going to be a That's really not bad a good idea. idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give him my uh, Google voice number from the summer. 1-800. We'll learn how to use an axe. <laughs> um, uh, next up on the list is Mike Pepitone. Um, his wife discovered him bloody. Not much to say there other than um, remember that last name when we discussed the suspects. Um, and Schneider was the only victim we we're going to um, talk about that was injured because um, it isn't as important as people who didn't get so lucky. Um, these people that were injured also should have taken the time to like make out a face at least um, since they didn't die Whoa. from any of these injuries. Um, so I partially blame them for... Damn, Sam. Um, what? You can't blame them. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does sound kind of harsh. Um... Kind of. I don't blame them, but I'm I'm kind of disappointed. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Um, oh my we, god! Can we, can we just um, maybe make a face next time? Um, I'm actually gonna read through. He, he did put out a letter um, mm. to the city of New Orleans. I'm gonna read a little bit of that real quick. Um, yeah, this was um, if the, if you're gonna, if you're about to talk about what I think you're about to talk about, it's insane. It's really stupid. <laughs> Is it the jazz thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're, okay. You're okay. This revolves around jazz. It revolves around jazz, bro. All right. I'm going to read this. In, I'm going to read this in a spooky voice. Please interrupt me if I cut out. <clears throat> Hot as hell. March 13th, 1919. 
esteemed mortal of New Orleans, the Axeman. They have never caught me and never will. They have never seen me, for I am invincible. Even as the ether that surrounds your earth, I am not a human being, but a spirit and a demon from the hottest hell. I am what you Olinians and your foolish police call the Axeman. <laughs> when I see fit, I shall come and claim other victims. I alone know whom they shall be. I shall leave no clue except my bloody axe, besmeared with blood and brains of he whom I sent below to keep me company. I wish you may tell the police to be careful not to rile me. Of course, I am a reasonable spirit. I take no offense at the way they have conducted their investigation in the past. In fact, they have been so utterly stupid as to not only assume me, but his satanic majesty, Francis Joseph, etc. But tell them to beware. Let them not try to discover what I am, for it were better that they were never born than to incur the wrath of the Axeman. <laughs> All right. Two things. <laughs> Number one. This dude was drinking too much Coca-Cola back then. I think he was... Yeah. (laughs) First off, going out. Which, by the way, I looked it up, and they didn't stop putting Coke in until 1929. So, it is historically accurate. Number two, I don't believe he actually wrote that. I don't believe that's the actual Axeman. Bro, it gets better. If it was the real Axeman, that's a lot of big talk for someone with a track record like him. I think it's just a clout chaser. No, no, it gets better. The clout gets better. You ready for this? I'm going to skip a paragraph. Now, to be exact, at 12... I'm not reading in the voice, because that's just stupid. At 12.15, (laughs) earthly time, in parentheses. That's important, earthly time. He wants you to know he ain't from this planet. He's he's something else. I was not aware they had time in heaven and hell. At (laughs) 12.15, on next Tuesday night, I'm going to pass over New Orleans. In my infinite mercy, I'm going to make a little proposition to you people. Here it is, colon... I am very fond of jazz music, and I swear by all the devils in the nether regions <laughs> that every person shall be spared in whose home a jazz band is in full swing at the time I have just mentioned. If everyone has a jazz band going, well, then, so much the better for you people. One thing is certain, and that is some of your people who do not jazz it out on that specific Tuesday night, if there be any, will get the axe. Well, I bet he felt real stupid whenever he walked through the streets of New Orleans and nobody was playing jazz because nobody took him serious. Uh, but yeah, everyone took him part. serious. You're Kyle kidding. Seriously and they everyone. He doesn't know how to use an axe. How can you take him serious? <laughs> everyone took him seriously, dude. <laughs> the whole city of New Orleans. I guarantee you this was someone like... So, you know, you're drinking a little bit of... <laughs> oh, my... And you're like... Guys, you know what would be hilarious? If I wrote a letter pretending to be the Axeman and told everyone to play jazz, and let's just see what happens. You know who it was? And then you... No, 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 before you start. The same dude, Cal, the same dude Hunter's talking about goes to bed that night. After writing that letter, wakes up at midnight or whatever, and he's like, what is that god-awful noise? <laughs> You know, you know what it was? It was no, I guarantee you it was some SoundCloud startup rapper, some jazz musician that was trying to get his music uh, famous. He's like, I'm gonna write this letter so that everybody's forced to play jazz music, and eventually one of them has to be my record. And he's like, I gotta sample each one of these. I hundred percent that's hundred percent what happened. This dude was a SoundCloud cloud rapper before SoundCloud was invented. He was a SoundCloud jazzer. <laughs> Hey, yo, man, listen to my, listen to my mixtape. It's fire. <laughs> hey, listen here, Doc. You want some smooth jazz? 
I hated that. <laughs> I'm enjoying this what segment more than I thought I would. You dig? You dig this cool jazz? <laughs> Cats and kittens, or whatever. You sound really like something, but I can't figure out what it is or who it is. Say so what? Oh, uh, Sam. Oh my god. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I, I just. I feel like that's your very. I feel like that's your very stereotypical nineteen hundreds derby voice. Derby voice. That's good. Yeah. All right. It's suspect time. Suspect time. Yeah. So there was one that is like pretty well like agreed upon, Um, Mm -hmm. but obviously, as Hunter said before, um, they also think there are a lot of copycats, um, which is very plausible. Um, just given how sloppy these murders were. Um, so Joseph Mumphrey, um, he was actually shot by, or supposedly shot by the widow of Mike Pepitone in December of 1920. Um, or was he? Because there's no record of this happening. It's just one of those things that like people all say happened. Um, however, there is evidence of a Joseph Mumphrey with a criminal record in New Orleans, so it could be him. It could be him. Um, guilty by association of his criminal record. Um, so, um, yeah, that's really all I've got. Not going to lie. This case was pretty stupid. Um, I'm glad we were able to make some fun of it. Um, especially the whole jazz thing. <laughs> yeah, stupid. Um, but we will do, we'll do better next time. Um, yeah. How do you find something stupid and paranormal that we can talk about? Yes. <laughs> any, any, any closing thoughts, gentlemen? Uh, I um, think yeah, jazz is good enough to prevent murder but that's just me you know to me i kind of <laughs> compare this to have y'all ever been to like top golf before oh yeah i love top golf yeah. No. yeah so you know how like at the beginning of top golf like once you get there you're like taking your first couple swings like they're not going that great but then by the end like you're hitting some pretty consistent like far balls you are I the next I, I i know you're not comparing an axe murder to so that's kind of my deal here. Um, <laughs> after a certain, it has to be a copycat because to me, if I can figure out how to swing a golf club after like an hour of doing it, I feel like this many separate like attempts at killing people with the same weapon, you're going to get good at it at some point, And it just doesn't make sense to me how he attacked so many people and was so horribly unsuccessful. Like he's riding right. out at 50% right now. And to my knowledge, we don't curve, um, serial killers. Now. So yeah, he's got a yeah. 580. <laughs> anyway, that's my closing thought on it. Uh, top golf. Okay. Cal, you're wrong for that one. <laughs> it's okay. It probably went over a lot of people's heads. So we're just going to keep it that way. <laughs> Man, it almost will never mind. Um, but yeah, so that's that has been um, memed mysteries post production meme. Feel free to roll this that transition again if you want. Um, but yeah, um, or not? Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, I might not just for that. You know what? That transition was really creative, and I think it's because you're a Libra, Sam. Oh, Shut thank up. you. Hunter. See, I love how Hunter's hyping me up, and we don't even have a transition yet. <laughs> Oh, um, me at my wedding, I do. I look to the crowd, or do I? Ooh, <laughs> ice in these veins. Does the ice pose? 
<laughs> oh, okay. Uh, um, I really want to take a look at that. Hunter, Hunter, do you want to stick around for TikTok or? Um, I really have nothing to add to TikTok or sports. Uh, Wait, Hunter, I think I want I want you to hear my TikTok sides. Okay, I'll stay for the TikToks, but I'll probably peace out after this or after. Okay, okay. Uh, TikTok transition. Okay, cool. We're back. Uh, so uh, for TikToks, I am on of course the Grim Reaper TikTok. The uh, is that the Grim Reaper? It's like it's just stuff like that. It's just like is that the Grim Reaper? Uh, also, I've traveled on the therapist TikTok. Okay, um, TikTok. I need one of those. I'm I mean very enlightened about life and psychology and how people yeah. work. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, mm-hmm. the creme de la creme. Uh, I'm on Nickelback TikTok, which is probably <laughs> why I'm on therapist TikTok. <laughs> However, it's not just normal Nickelback. It is she 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 Shanty's Nickelback? Yes, I'm on that um, side too, buddy. <laughs> if you don't know, Nickelback uh made a. Yeah, uh, you know what? Their music honestly is not that bad. I don't know why they get much that much hate. Their music's hey, terrible. Hey, hey, Hunter, do you want to be a new co-host? <laughs> okay, I would love to be. Um, I'm so con- I'm still trying to process uh, Nickelback Sea Shanty. I'm sending it to you right now because they did a remix of uh, Rockstar, but they did a Sea Shanty version, and it's honestly yeah. pretty good. If I do say I, so I, myself, I've seen it. Yeah. Were y'all on Woodchuck Revolution TikTok there for a while? Yes. Yeah. I've not met anybody else that was on Woodchuck Revolution. Dude, that was all yeah. my page was for, for forever. I remember yeah. literally waking up and it was like the second TikTok that I saw. <laughs> I liked and one. It was like, why has this song been all over my FYP? And there's only like 300 sounds. And I was like, that's cap. And I went and looked at it and there was only like 300 sounds. And I was like, hmm, interesting. I guess we'll see where this goes. <laughs> And then literally for the next week, all my entire For You page was, was the Woodchuck Revolution. I liked one, and then that's all my feed was. <laughs> so, it's kind of like Cartel TikTok. Do y'all remember that? Yes. Oh, I still, I still get those from time to time. I get them too, and I make sure to swipe as quickly as possible. Oh, I watch them, but I don't like them because I don't want to be traced. Because <laughs> I kind of feel like the guy who made those TikToks probably got killed. Probably, yeah. Yeah, so. rest in peace, bro. It's a shame you didn't get to see the Bernie thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hunter, I sent you the Nickelback song. You really need to listen to it. Yeah, I'll have to watch that later. <laughs> um, but that's all I got. That was my TikTok sides. I just yeah. wanted to share with you that I've been on the Nickelback. <laughs> um, I have a TikTok yeah. hack if y'all are interested in that. Ooh. Let's do it. So we were talking about Zodiac signs earlier. Um, oh and like, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, I was getting annoyed because like, I was getting like TikToks and stuff that were like Zodiac sign related, but like not my Zodiac sign. And I didn't really care about <laughs> any other anybody else's Zodiac sign. Um, so what That's I did, Virgo. I looked up the hash. I literally looked up hashtag Virgo, spent like 10, 15 minutes going through there, having the time of my life. And now, pretty much the only Zodiac um, TikToks that I get on my For You page are, like, Virgo-related ones, so. 
I will admit, I do watch those videos to see what mine is, just because I find it interesting. However, that is the worst part about being Sagittarius, because mine is always part three. <laughs> it's kind of annoying. <laughs> and it makes you feel any better. Whenever they don't go in order, they just do like whatever order they feel. Uh, Virgo That's the worst. Last. Virgo yeah. is always last because they never know what to do. Like <laughs> my favorite anyway. is like I can just imagine Hunter like going through his for you page getting one that isn't him and being like fucking Gemini's fall <laughs> <laughs> yeah, through the wall. <laughs> yeah. My brother is a Gemini and we're both supposed to be affected by uh the Mercury and retrograde that's coming up. So uh, stay tuned to find out if I get in a fist fight with my brother. Uh, we'll Jesus. <laughs> How's he doing? I mean, it's probably not going to happen. He's in Virginia right now. So. Yeah, so didn't <laughs> he join the military? Yeah, um, he's... Oh, yeah, he's almost done with training. Okay, yeah. it's awesome. Hunter, I don't think you want to pick that fight. Yeah. No, nah, I could take him. I'm the older sibling, so I always got that over him. <laughs> I don't care what the army thinks they did to him. <laughs> Dude becomes a Navy SEAL. <laughs> but then Hunter still beats him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I will let y'all talk about sports. And um, I had fun. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for joining. Dude, we, we loved having yeah. you, man. We got to have you back on. Yeah, for sure. Um, we anyway. can just cycle through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Talk to y'all. Okay. Wait. How do I hang up? Oh, there's there. um. So. Yeah. yeah. There's a little right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, buddy. Ah. Fun. Love having him on there. That was, that was great. Yeah. Um, so, um, it's sports time. Yee. And then it's bedtime. Yeah, I'm going to go to, yeah. I might do homework. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, but, post production meet, um, you know the vibes. Roll this intro. The penalty box. Okay. The part I've been dreading, kind of. Um, Is it because you didn't know notes on it? <laughs> I, did, I did no notes on it. I was very stressed out with this true crime <laughs> segment. And, um... She did a lot. Alan, I texted Kyle and said, hey, can you just do sports for me? Can you just cover sports? <laughs> um, I think I so, did an okay job. I think you did. I, you, I mean, you, you lead this segment every week, so I'm not even, I'm not even tripping. But, Stop. Um, no, Cal, you know it's true. Come on, buddy. Oh, my God. Um, you're such a Libra. <laughs> God, you're such a <laughs> Okay, that reminds me. I meant to say this when Hunter I meant to say this when Hunter was still here, but there was... um. There was a so you saw that that Trey Songs choked out a cop at a, at the Chiefs game, right? I did not see this. Yeah, no, Trey Songz choked out. He choked out a cop at the Chiefs game on Sunday. Why? <laughs> I don't know. The, the videos on Twitter. It's I'm not gonna say it's funny because you know, like choking someone out is not funny, but like the memes that came with it were pretty good. Um, That's not me how it goes. The Most event itself notably, wasn't funny, but the memes pretty top tier. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my favorite one was um Trace Ong's choking out a cop is the most Sagittarius thing I've ever seen. Oh my god. No, I've seen stuff like that too, but it's like it's, it's like 
Somebody, like Becky running over somebody with her car. Oh my god, I'm such a Virgo. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Gosh, you're such uh, a, you're such an Aries. My uh, my uh, one of my favorite ones is uh, what your birth sign says about you. It's like all the birth signs, and then what it says is absolutely nothing. The stars don't mean anything <laughs> for all of them. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Um. <laughs> anyway, it was a sad weekend for sports because nothing went my way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Either or. Well, I guess I picked the NFC, but yeah. Yeah. Um. So we wrapped up pretty much the NFL playoffs. So mm-hmm. what we got left is Super Bowl is set, ladies and gentlemen. Kansas City Chiefs are defending the Super Bowl against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who, if I could very well be mistaken, haven't been here since John Gruden was head coach. I'm pretty uh, sure. You're right about that, actually. Sweet. Um, so it's been a while for Tampa Bay. Uh, I've seen a lot of uh, TED Talks uh, in preparation for this game. You know, everybody's got to get hyped up and stuff. Uh, there's been a lot of interesting takes on this game. Lots of interesting ones. You know, you got... The young goat versus the old goat, and Brady versus Chief and uh, Patrick Mahomes, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But one that I saw was uh, it was a voiceover for Avengers uh, Endgame, and so of course you know you have the Chiefs as the Avengers and blah blah blah, but then you got mm-hmm. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers as Thanos, you know the evil guys. But, but however, however. Uh, that got me thinking: if is the Buccaneers really the villain in this game? Because I feel like it's the Chiefs. I mean, they're the defending champions. I feel like the defending champions are always the villain. You're sadly mistaken here. Um, Tom Brady is, it, is or I was about to say Tom is Brady. or is, Tom Brady is Thanos. Tom Brady. <laughs> well, he has that many rings, so I mean, it makes sense. Um, I, yeah. Um, also, there's there are people who are drawing comparisons to the Seahawks and Patriots last time they played. Uh, Seahawks were being led by a young upstart quarterback, Russell Wilson, uh, and looking to go back-to-back Super Bowl wins, and then Tom Brady came in town and stopped that. So, could be a repeat of that as well. Sam, what's your prediction yeah. for that game? Chiefs. You got the Chiefs? Um, Bill's, Ma- Bill's Mafia has the Chiefs. We lost to them when we have them. Under- yeah. Understandable. Um, yeah. I didn't make the prediction. Um, because I really don't know. I feel like this is a pretty even matchup. I feel like this may actually be a really good Super Bowl to watch. Might be an overtime game. Yeah, I can definitely see that because Tampa Bay's defense this postseason has stepped up hugely. And so I don't know. I mean, Kansas City's defense looked pretty good against the Browns too, but you know they're they're an offense team, so. We'll see how that goes. Because the last time you had a really big offense with really big defense was Super Bowl 50, I believe, with the Broncos and the Panthers. And it did not work out for that offensive team. No, it but. didn't. <laughs> um, but it didn't. we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, Chiefs. I think Chiefs got it in the bag. Honestly, I, I can I can go either way. I really don't know who I'm much here for either. Because I've been kind of, I've been kind of liking the Buccaneers, but you know, brother-in-law is a Chief fan, so it's like, 
you know, do I side with him or do I go with him just cause against him just cause you know what I mean? Yeah, I just you know me and Tom Brady. I I I'm so this is gonna get loud. I'm really sorry, guys. I am so tired of Tom Brady, <laughs> and I respect like his his hustle. Like he's a great athlete. There's no denying that, like whatsoever. I don't think anyone can say Tom Brady's a bad athlete. I don't um, know. I think I could beat him in a forty yard dash, but I get what you're saying. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just as, yeah, his, that dude. as the, the length the length of his career, he doesn't seem to be showing any signs of slowing down. He's um, definitely one of the hardest workers, yeah. athlete wise, we probably have ever seen. I'm just Especially so bored with, with every Super Bowl, with the exception of last year, that I can really remember being Tom Brady. Tom, I guess there was like yeah. the time the Saints were there, the time the Giants were there. Well, the Giants beat like, the Patriots. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm just like so sick. Which reminds me, I saw a TikTok where Patrick Mahomes called up Eli Manning to help him. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> my Wait, my you my deal. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I send you sport ones a lot because I think I know you'll enjoy them. Oh yes. Um, the deal that was getting me was when Tom Brady was with the Patriots. I hated him. I hated the Patriots. I hated his guts. I wanted them to lose. Um, however, and I also started to read a book about, it's called, it's that dynasty book and it's about how Kraft built this dynasty and it's about Brady and Belichick and all of them. So I think that has also kind of changed my perspective on them, but also one that I think you're going to find really relatable was the bills. Whenever they were first going through the first four Super Bowls, people hated them. They did not want them to go to the third and fourth Super Bowl at all. But now we look back at it and we're like, holy crap, that's a really cool achievement. Like, how the heck did he go to four Super Bowls in a row? And so right. I kind of feel like my perspective of Tom Brady is kind of turning into that, where it's like, okay, he's probably the best quarterback we've ever seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like, when he uh, retires, I feel like people are going to appreciate him a lot more. Because right now, you remember, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's a pretty big coincidence. I'm bringing this up. Uh, The old Kobe Bryant commercial, whenever he retired, and they had all the fans that was saying, uh, I'm going to miss hating you. Yeah. I think it's going to be like that when uh, Tom Brady retires. Also, today is the one-year anniversary of the passing of uh, Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gigi. Uh, Yeah. Sad, sad day. Still, it's, crazy it's been a whole year. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it at all. Um, ripples of that are still being uh, seen to this day. But uh, yeah, that old Kobe commercial when he retired, I'm gonna miss hating you. Uh, I definitely think uh, Tom Brady's gonna get the same outro. For sure, yeah. It's gonna be weird when he retires. I mean, it's already weird enough that Drew Brees retired and Philip Rivers. Well, Drew Brees hasn't officially retired. Oh, okay. It's pretty much he's got a leg in the coffin right now. Like, come on. Yeah, but I'm holding out. Even though, actually, no, I, I'm not holding out because I've been I've been talking all year that he needs to retire. So, I just watching him play. It's, I'm it's like, just, it's just time. I mean, he's not playing like Rodgers and Brady is right now. No, and he's if he just, goes out now, he goes out on top. So that's the way I see it. Yeah. So I'm. 
I mean, I wish he would have won the game, but yeah, I think too. it's time for Breeze to go. Rivers went another Hall of Fame career. Uh, Roethlisberger's probably got a year left, maybe. Maybe two. Well, with, with, um, freaking, uh, with uh, Dwayne Haskins there now, it's... Dwayne Haskins is going to be the third string. Yeah, but it's just apparent that, that, that Roethlisberger is on his way out. Yeah. Now I think want to put Rudolph in that seat. I think they're going to go a year more of Ben, kind of give Rudolph another year to develop kind of like what they did with Rodgers. And then, yep. because after Rudolph played against the Browns in the last week, people definitely changed their perspective on him. They thought, okay, maybe you actually have a good offensive coordinator. You can kind of, he may actually be really good. Um, but he's also a young quarterback, so he's going. He made a few rookie mistakes and stuff. But I think they ride out another year, Ben, and he's gone. And then I think they'll give Rudolph maybe a year, and if not, they're going to go somebody new. Yeah. But, but enough retirement speculation. Let's go over some of the games. Let's do it. Um, we're starting off with heartbreak first. Chiefs versus Bills. Uh, thirty-eight to twenty-four Chiefs. I feel like the whole United States of America, besides uh, Missouri and the state of Kansas, was going for Bills on this one. Um, so is the way of the defending world champions. But yeah, Bills kind of crapped the bed on that one. Um, I think the yeah. defense kind of got left on the bus. <laughs> um, Josh Allen did not look like he knew where he was. Yeah, he not a very good stat line. Well, completion wise. Uh, 28-48, 28 28 287 yards, two touchdowns, one pick for Mr. Allen. Kind of going back to that beginning of the season when he was kind of hot and cold. Um, But I think that combination of him and Diggs, I think that's going to be something to watch next year. For sure, yeah. So um, I do think, I think they'll be back in that AFC title game wickety split. Well, yeah, and then you saw that Stephon Diggs was the only player that watched Kansas City celebration on the field. So, um, dude, is, dude will be back with a vengeance. Oh, yeah, when that happens, that happened in Cincinnati, the University of Cincinnati, too. I don't know if yep. I sent you that picture. Was, he, was that you one? It was, the, it was the safety, right? It was the safety, yes. And he was watching, His was name. it George, Georgia? Or who was it? Go ahead. It was Georgia, yeah. What was the player's name? Do you know it? I can't. I can't remember. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, watching them celebrate. Normally when a guy does that, they come back really mad. So Diggs is going to come back with a chip on his shoulder and he's proved he can be the number one guy. So that's going to be a white show to watch next year. Yeah. Um, and then concussed Mahomes returned to MVP form. So I guess it's kind of like Joe Burrow. He got that reverse CTE. Uh, but he went 29 to 38, 325 yards, and three touchdowns. So good game for him. Great, great game for him. Yeah, he, he's, yeah, he came back. I, because honestly, I thought Mahomes was, I did not think he was going to do good because I really don't. No, I, as, soon as, they, as soon as they cleared him, I was like, oh, we're done. <laughs> I think the Chiefs kind of swept Goodell a uh, hundred under the table. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, Travis Kelsey also passed Gronk for most receiving yards in a single season by tight end, including the playoffs. Uh, I think it's kind of funny watching that because I guarantee you that Kittle is probably going to break that record next year. That seems to be the rate that they're going. Yeah, because wasn't it the the single re- single season receiving yard? Like, weren't wasn't it like Kittle or it was Kelsey was the week's winning receiver and broke a record, and then Kittle broke his record the next year, and then Kelsey just broke this record. Yep, it's they're just going back and forth. But anyway, plastic tables rejoice everywhere as Chiefs win the AFC Championship and going straight back to the Super Bowl. Then we yes, turn up north. Buccaneers versus Packers to 12. Aaron Rodgers is number 12, and so is Brady. I did not notice that. Battle of the Bays. Green Bay. Okay, I did see that one. That one was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, What was it? (laughs) 31 to 26 Buccaneers. Uh, Does this make Tom Brady? I'm sorry. Does this make. Does this make Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers the two oldest quarterbacks in the NFL? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think. Yeah. Uh, Brady was definitely before. Yeah, I believe so. Wow. They're kind of. Oh wait. Okay. Well, Alex Smith. He oh, he's Alex got Smith dra- in there. He got drafted the same year as Aaron Rodgers, but I don't know if he was older or younger. So Alex Smith may be in that ballpark, but other than those three, I think, yeah, I think they are. Huh. That's something to, huh, yeah. He got me thinking now, because I'm like, uh, <laughs> Brady was de- Brady's definitely the oldest, right? Yeah. And then Rodgers and Smith got drafted not too long after that, I think. Correct. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're in the ballpark. Uh, lots of old guys in the NFC. Yeah, that's why because they're all in the NFC and in the NFC too. All the old AFC quarterbacks are retiring. <laughs> yeah, hint, hint, Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Ben, just do it. <laughs> uh, but the refs can bail out Green Bay this time as Tom Brady. Uh, not a very good stat line. Uh, 20, 36, 280 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions, which I think two of those came in the third quarter. Um, but now has the same number of NFC championships as Breeze and Rodgers. Took him one year to tie that record. And then Rodgers, 33 of 48, 346 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. Uh, the reason why they lost, not Aaron Rodgers, but cornerback Kevin King. Lucky to get back on the bus after that one. Uh, burned by Mike Evans for a 15-yard touchdown. If you thought that was bad, wait till happens next. He got burned by Scotty Miller for a 39-yard touchdown, and then the icing on the cake committed the defensive pass interference that costed the Packers the game. Probably the most hated man in Green Bay right now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Also, I'm uh, I'm just waiting for the announcement that he's been released. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, if Aaron Rodgers has anything to say about it, um, a lot of, lot of, uh, not controversy, but, uh, but butting heads, I guess is a good word for it to say in Green Bay. Um, fans of Green Bay not happy of a few play calls that were made during the game. I believe one was settling for a field goal instead of going for a touchdown on a four and one, I believe. I didn't really watch this game. 
Um, so there's that. And then, you know, of course, everybody are speculating that Aaron Rodgers is out of Green Bay this year. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I believe, today said that that ain't going to happen. He wants to stay. But guys say that all the time. So we don't know. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot I of teams. Think... Oh, God. No, go ahead. There's a lot of teams up. I was just going to say there's a lot of teams that w- would want him. Yeah, but I also feel like, like I said last time, like people like Rodgers, um, Breeze, um, I'm going to say at this point, Baker Mayfield. Um, I think I know like, where you're headed. Just and franchise like Phillip quarterbacks. Rivers. I was going to say yeah. Philip Rivers, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it didn't. It worked out for Brady when he was a – I mean, he's a franchise quarterback for New England, but it worked out for him, obviously, um, moving teams because now he's in the Super Bowl again. Um, and the but, Patriots weren't. Yeah, um, but, I mean, and the Colts, I guess it, I guess in a way it did work out for the – for Philip Rivers as well, because the Colts played better than than the Chargers did this season. Um, yeah, I think that was also like just a coaching deal too. Yeah, but, but I mean, um, you got you got guys like Brett Favre. He played his whole year. He, he did what like Philip Rivers did. He played yeah. your whole career with one team, and then your last season or two, you just go to a different team. You know, it happens. It does, yeah. But, um, or go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I didn't have anything. I was just gonna say. Like you were saying, Rodgers is a franchise guy in Green Bay. Like, you know, you go mm-hmm. from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. How unlucky. Exactly. Um, but uh, he's a guy, and just, I don't, if he's going to leave, I don't think it's his call. Like, if he leaves, I think it's from someone else. I don't see it in his character as a type of guy to leave. But, right. That team has not done him any favors either, though. No, I think honestly that management is just trying to get him to leave. I mean, they draft horribly, and pretty much verbally say they don't care. You know, you needed a defensive back, and you draft a quarterback that's going to be the backup for four years. It's a great draft in the first round. Uh, Oh yeah, oh yeah. But you know, and Rodgers, he. I think Rodgers is kind of a hard quarterback to coach, though, too. Um, you know, because he hasn't been happy about any head coach they've had. And no. when Will Fur first got hired, they didn't get along at all. They get along now, which is good to see. But yeah, I don't know. I think if he leaves, it's not going to be on his own court. I think he's going to be pushed out. Um, that being said, though, I think Aaron Rodgers at the Patriots would be horrifying to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, but um, that's all I have for the games. However, there was someone I want to talk to you about, and that was the new head coach of the Detroit Lions, Mr. Dan Campbell. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, I'm, scared if you, I'm scared of this guy. Oh, Dude's intense. If you want a uh, good laugh or just to go run through a wall, you need to listen to Dan Campbell's uh, int- in, as a, like an intro. Uh, press, press conference press for yeah. Detroit. Um, very intense guy. Very uh, interesting resume too. He was a tight end coach at some place, and then was the assistant coach. Um, I thought he was offensive coordinator at New Orleans. Yeah, I, I think he was. I was. Yeah. He started off as tight end, and then I think he was. I think he was like OC slash assistant, wasn't he? 
something like that for for Noah, yeah. But he's a very intense guy. Um, said that if you knock us down, we're gonna get back up and take bite out bite one of your kneecaps. And if you knock us, a, knock us, <laughs> get back up and take another kneecap with it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that each time you knock us down, we're gonna take a chunk out of you, so it's harder for you to stand. Um, yeah. Interesting guy. Really intense guy. Um, I'll see him. He may not be. A, say what? <laughs> I'll see him in my nightmares. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel bad for those players. If you mess up, I got a feeling you're gonna be running. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but. You know, it's the same. It's the thing that Detroit has always wished for. If you're not going to get a good coach, at least get an entertaining coach. And I think they f- have finally an entertaining coach. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. <laughs> uh, I do think he'll be a good coach, though. I think he's I that grit and grind kind of coach that can turn around a program. So, I, uh, I think Detroit will kind of be good for the White the first time ever. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe. I'll see. You gotta get like a year or two out of the rebuild because Stafford most likely out, and he is a Hall of Fame quarterback. I don't care what people say. So I agree. it's gonna be an interesting rebuild for Mr. Dan Campbell, but interesting team to do it with. Yeah. And then that's all I got for football, and then a little NHL November results. Me and Sam sat down on Saturday and knocked out the whole little tournament we had set up so that y'all didn't have to listen to that until next NHL season. <laughs> um, Sam, do you remember the team that you are selected to be a fan of for all of time? Was it the Flyers <laughs> or the Capitals? It was the Capitals. Yep, there we go. The Washington Capitals is Sam's team, and then uh, I did the same tournament, and I got the Philadelphia Flyers because Gritty is always watching. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what gritty is, but he is scary and he is a always watching. He is. <laughs> yeah. He is a threat to society. <laughs> uh, Sorge, Sorge should be watching him, not Wanda. Yeah. <laughs> there uh <laughs> there's a little me and Sam don't know if it's true or not, but there is a fact that the Flyers are eleven and four. Ever since Gritty was charged not guilty for an assault uh, assault charge, <laughs> so acquitted of an assault charge. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if that's true or not. Wouldn't be surprised if it is. More surprised yeah, that he true. got not guilty. <laughs> Philly Philly fans be crazy, bro. Dude, they oh those Philadelphia Philly fans are some of the most intense fans in sports, and not in yep. a good way. <laughs> nope. Um. However, that concludes penalty box. Which, All right. Does that also conclude our episode? I think that does. It is 10:24 p.m. um at the time of this recording. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I'm dead. You sound very tired. I ran out of water like an hour ago. <laughs> I can't open um, mine cuz it's real squeaky. Oh yeah. Um I've been up since 7. I'm, I'm falling apart. Um I need I to go talk to my roommate and 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 just hang out. Um, I think this was a great episode, though. I really do. Um, I do too. Definitely, do too. definitely the most fun we've had. Um, I'm kind of enjoying doing it over Discord. I do too. Um, I do miss the booth, though. I will say, that. as I'll say, I missed I missed a booth, but Discord is a little bit more convenient. 
especially right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think once um once we kind of get our schedules together and all that, um, we can probably start doing um more in the booth. Um, but for now, I think this is definitely um a more solid option. Always. Yeah. So, um, with that, concludes the penalty box or concludes the podcast, right? Yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well, well real fun episode. Hope you enjoyed. Yeah. Hope, hope you, you enjoyed guys. the the addition of a uh, hunter and true crime. Oh yeah. Well, I think I don't know if we'll do it every week. We might do it every other week, just because we're going to have guests on. Yeah, I was about um, to say, as do it whenever we have a guest. And coordinating that is just stressful. So, amen. Um, so we'll probably do it week after. Um, so, yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, go ahead, make sure to follow us on Instagram. Um, I am at Sam Milik, all one thing, and then Cal is underscore CalPal nineteen underscore. I'm glad um, you knew it because I did not. <laughs> let me, I type it out when I when I send this to Levi every time I edit it. I I just it's just memorized. Oh yeah, I didn't um, get Twitter. <laughs> and then yeah, they're 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 throwing shade on you at Twitter. And then um, Hunters is um, it's underscore Hunter Gibson. Um, so him a follow as well. Hunters gonna get a whole bunch of followers and not know where they're coming from. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> um. But, uh, yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week um, when we are hopefully less stressed or maybe more stressed. We will find out, you know. It's a fun game we like to play. It's a game of life. (laughs) All right, guys, take care. I will see see you guys next week.